You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. We are excited today because um, this week, we're, Chase and I are heading up to Yellowstone. And Brandon, Not together, and I didn't even know this. Right. No, separate. <laughs> I might have to meet you on Sunday. There is some inspired... Come on up. Some inspiration there. <laughs> I don't know. We still have droopy mic. We tried to fix it, but we still have droopy mic. So anyway, um, so Brandon, you're the you're the resident Yellowstone expert. Um, I mean, we go at least every year, and sometimes twice a year, uh, spring and fall. Both offer great things. This year, right now, this weekend will be the first weekend that they will have the West Gate open since COVID nineteen. Um, so perfect opportunity to head up there. I've seen the park. Well, it was very empty before because they didn't have any camping in the park. But you're staying outside of the park past West Yellowstone at a friend's cabin. Right. So you'll be entering through the West Gate. Yeah. Things to do, hike, trail hikes, uh, day hikes. Was that your belly? Yes. I caught, Sorry. I think the microphone caught that. That's some impressive. <laughs> and you and you ate lunch, right? Yeah, yeah. and I ate lunch. Uh, watch I've been, wildlife. I've been mountain biking a lot, so I'm So you're hungry. hungry. Yeah. Well, it's time to take a break this weekend and go tour Yellowstone. Yeah. D- photographs do you have a camera yep well a dec- like anything de- I, anything I with a, a little bit of I a do lens have on a, it. An dslr but it's it's older and the lens that i have for it is not working the autofocus isn't working you can rent lenses far as jewelry here in town does rent lenses if you're far as jewelry mm-hmm. i i did not know you could get camera equipment so there. they are the pre pre preeminent premium uh, premier uh camera shop here in town one of them okay uh if not the but anyway that's yeah i buy all my cameras there now if you buy your camera there you can rent lenses for free i think for the first year oh but uh what about uh iphone lenses iphone lenses (laughs) lenses or some iphone might be out on that but if you're looking (laughs) for a new tripod or uh, anything camera stuff far so i went to fars before our yellowstone trip of the fall and i got this giant lens for my nikon this 600 millimeter lens and it was enormous in the car right and i i felt so much cooler i no longer had lens envy when i was up there (laughs) so see uh, but i don't know about hauling something like that around all the time like that's you've got a that's your full time you're making money off i'm like that thing is freaking huge yeah so i don't know about that uh does have in here and we talked about this on a previous podcast biking in the park there are a lot of bike torn people in the park or you can even ride a horse so you're going to be staying with your family um are you gonna you plan on camping inside the park at all or are you going to just stay at the cabin the whole time um we'll just be staying in the cabin i think the whole time yeah we won't be camping elsewhere although 
one of these times I was talking to my wife I think we want to rent a, like a little motorhome or a, a trailer or something and, and stay in the park and something like that yeah Maybe maybe Brandon will rent you this uh, Banyan One recording studio. <laughs> no, this trailer. doesn't leave. This thing is this thing is <laughs> home is, and it's it, you only sleep in this. It's non-functional <laughs> as a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Storage and sleep. Okay, so you're coming in the west entrance, um, the west entrance to Madison um, Campground is. Uh, um, okay, so right when you enter the park, you enter along the Madison River. I believe that's the Madison River. And it's a very good, it's, it's actually sensational in the mornings and in the evenings. You may every once in a while see a black bear, but basically that road right there, while there will be uh, at times, that's your elk. There's a lot of elk in that, the on that stretch like right that. there. Um, so as you pull in, there's going to be pines on both sides. And every now and then you can check the river on, to, on your left as you're driving into the park for um eagles coyotes or um if you get lucky a wolf down there by the river with a kill uh that's that'll happen every now and then so you're going to look to your left on that river and then as you get in a little bit further it kind of it bows around and there's a giant field and in that field on your right is like elk territory right before madison is where all the elk hang out and you'll, I mean, there's buffalo throughout the park, but this is also a buffalo spot, and you'll see some buffalo. But bison, elk, one of my favorite shots is in this area here, right before you get to Madison. There's a mountain there, and I can't remember the name. I think it's called like National Park Mountain or something like that. It's like a psychotic mountain-looking thing. I have a killer photo of it with the snow and then and then like brown grass. It's really pretty. But that you can get a easily get a shot with like geese bison and elk in one frame like huh. like easy because they're just hanging out in the field together you know nice um there's not i don't think there's any hikes or anything until on that whole section you're just going to pull through and then you get to the first campground which is madison campground which is one i've stayed at uh, i stayed at one time and uh there was a pack of coyotes ran through our camp in the middle of the night and it sounded god awful like it sounded <laughs> terrible because they don't make nice noises very bad and you have your uh there is one picnic spot on the way in it's the madison river picnic area i have never i've never eaten at that one however it is a very popular pull up because it's right by a bridge and and if you time it to where there's elk near there you can eat have a picnic and watch the elk nice. so with all that noise over there. Um, so when you get to Madison, you want to go you left up to... Uh, that noise is throwing me off. <laughs> what the crap is that? The left up to the 45th parallel. Um, <laughs> Ma uh, what's, that, what's that little town at the top there? Why am I not... Uh, Mammoth. Mammoth. Now we go left up to Mammoth... Uh, past north, past north, up to Mammoth, or right to Old Faithful. So, which way do you want to go today? Because this, you'll be making this decision like ten times as you enter the park every day. So let's say we'll do Old Faithful. First. Do Old Faithful first. Okay, so you take your first, take a right there, and then yeah, it's called National Park Mountain. That that iconic mountain right there. It's pretty cool. 
you take your right. Uh, there's going to be a turnoff called Firehole River Drive. Take that turnoff. Firehole is super cool. That little drive is pretty cool. Yeah. Did we do that? Uh, no, because we went the other direction. I don't know we did, but I've done it before. Firehole River Drive. You got to do that drive. It's so cool. Now, that is a famous swimming hole right there as well. Um, people will park there and go swimming in the summer in the shoulder seasons not so much it's freaking cold yeah uh but firehole river picnic area they, they is a oh, firehole river drive they've repaved it recently you want to go through there it's it's awesome um it's, is that the one that has a hot spring right above it so the water's pretty warm i think so okay i think so we we saw a coyote there just cruising along the river once but it has a waterfall a beautiful waterfall and it's just a pre- pretty drive as you get further down the road um this is going to be an area where you might see buffalo but there's i need a different map because i have the i have the wrong map pulled up here let's see if we can find a different map this is all the picnic areas and i don't like that's cool and all but i <laughs> i need a map if you're into that yeah if you're into that let's try maps here we go map so i'm on nps.gov yellowstone um yeah this i think this is going to be better so i have to well, maybe not. Let's see here. Roads, constructions, park tiles, maps. Park tiles. Heck, how do I zoom in on this thing? Oh, there we go. Okay, so. Um, where's the hot pots and hiking trails? You want to stop often with your kids, by the way, if you've got kids. This map sucks, Yellowstone. <laughs> What the crap? <laughs> you had, Let's make it. You big. had one job. You had one job. Make a decent map. map. Um, oh wow, that's cool. Park tiles. Park tiles imagery. When you're in Yellowstone, do you get cell service? No. Well, there's a debate about that. By the way, um, do you want cell service? Well, I'm just thinking. Does Google Maps still work if you don't have? You don't need it. It's a figure eight. They give you a map as you go through the gate, and it has all the park. It has all the stuff on there. That's all you need, really. Yeah, I'm you just. You don't need to necessarily access the phone for for it. So. I'm. I was mostly thinking about just how long does it take to drive certain places, so you, you can actually kinda you can plan do, how much to fit in a day. You can do the whole park in a day. You can drive it easily in a day, but it's. But you want to stop and see want, things and yeah. do things, right? So I would, on day one, whichever direction you go, left or right, we go right down to, to uh, Old Faithful. You want to leave early. You want to get to the gate by like 8 o'clock. You start getting there after 8 o'clock, then it starts piling up, and it takes a little while to get through west. Might be okay this year. I don't know. But the animals are out early. So the earlier you're in the park, the more the better your chances are going to be to see some animals. Um, Grand Loop Trail. This this map sucks. Sorry, I was trying. I was hope, hoping to help you out here, but this map is god awful. So the fire hole, the road down like fire hole goes to Old Faithful, and then do you just drive no. on? No, fire hole is just a little. So there's a lot of little tiny short roads, and so oh, this one it just it diverts you off the main road for a second, and then you're back on the main road. I see. It is the whole thing is just one giant figure eight. Let's see if I cannot find a better map than this. This is ridiculous. But once you go on through Old Faithful, do you just keep heading over to like um, Yellowstone Lake and stuff like that? 
that. Printable full map. What's this guy look like? Oh yeah, this one's good. This one's good. Okay. Yeah, it might. So there's some things to look at though before you get to Old Faithful. Uh, fountain paint pots is pretty. Um, Lake Hole Fire Drive is when you got to do. Okay, so this is on the way from Madison. Sorry, I found a better map. So from Madison to Old Faithful, um, the first hot pots or fountain paint pots. That's a great little walk. Uh, it's right off the side of the road. Great place to stop with the kids because you've driven in from the gate and maybe stopped and seen some elk. And now we're going to do a little walk. So you do that uh, right after that. And the this is a one-way road that... Um, it starts to the south and then it'll drive back around to the north and you'll pop back out north so you'll be repeating that stretch of road but it's called Firehole Lake Drive there's a couple really cool uh, hot pots in there and one that looks sort of like a volcano pretty pretty neat looking um, not necessarily worth waiting around to see if anything goes off there but towards the end of it there's a, ones with tons of steam and you just drive through the steam and it's really cool I've seen coyotes in there as well then you get to Midway Geyser Basin. After you pop out of that, get back on the road. Midway Geyser Basin. Um, worth worth looking at. And then you go to, where is the big one that everyone talks about? Is it Black's oh, it Biscuit it's Basin? It's called Old Faithful. Well, yeah, Old Faithful's, Old Faithful's kind of a That's big deal. That's a big one, yeah. Um, how do I zoom in on this? This is, the, this is such a weird map. This whole thing, this is, should be way easier here, Yellowstone. No, I want to know where Grand Prismatic Spring is. It's on the Grand way. Grand Prismatic is really cool. On the way, but it's right before Old Faithful. When you get to Old Faithful, though, go do all the things. So, you know, obviously you're going to wait for Old Faithful. Old Faithful has its own trail system around there. Go walk around the trail system there. Eat lunch, eat your food there. Uh, spend spend the money. And, well, and if you can picnic all over the park, you don't want to picnic there because, I mean, you can if you're saving money. You can picnic in your car. There's plenty of picnic tables but it's not private it's very touristy it's where everybody hangs out it's a great place to go get like a burger and ice cream for the kids and take in that right. sort of experience um and buy buy stuffed animals there in the, the little gift shop like do all that stuff right. at old faithful um you can do that and and be and that's like you can get all of that done before noon and then you start to then drive towards grant village and the West Thumb Geyser Basin is freaking gorgeous. It's right there on the shore of Yellowstone Lake. It is a beautiful geyser basin. That's a, that's a, my phone rings. It's, <laughs> it's a, uh, it takes a while to walk around. And if it's after lunch, it's a good way, like wake me up, you know, like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm wake up now. I'm going to do this yeah. geyser basin. Um, it, don't skip that West Thumb Geyser Basin. It's definitely worth it. And then as you go, if you didn't lunch at Old Faithful, let's say you got there fast and you just everybody wasn't quite hungry enough yet. You had a good breakfast back at the, at the cabin or whatever. And so you, you get to these, you keep going. There's a couple of uh, picnic areas along the lake that I love. And they're, uh, they're not, they have the picnic areas pointed out on this particular map. They don't have them named Um what was the one you can't go wrong on them but pull off to the right to one of these picnic areas because they're on the lake and it's just gorgeous it's beautiful in there and they're very private not a lot of people picnic down here at these picnic areas 
driving along the lake is you know speaking fantastic. of um yellowstone lake i just found some majestic pictures on my phone of uh brandon drinking a sierra nevada in the uh yellowstone lake last fall oh yeah that's cute you've got your pants rolled up and yeah let me see <laughs> that is yellowstone lake. yeah yeah that's you t- really you told photo. me to take them, and then I forgot to ever send them to you. So Dude, if you'd like them, I have them right me. here. Yeah. You <laughs> should <laughs> send those now. Yellowstone Lake is huge. It's, a, it's, it's an enormous massive. lake. Oh, you can do boat rides. I've never done one. That would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, we just didn't. We always go off season. They're usually closed. So uh, that's that's something I would recommend. I haven't done it yet. probably really want to. Uh, what if you, as you come up this other side, we did see a nice uh, black bear, but normally you don't. That you will see off to the left as you're driving along Yellowstone Lake. To the left is where the fire ripped through there in the '90s or whatever. So yeah, some stuff burned down. Um, you get to Bridge Bay, and you can get out there, Bridge Bay, and there's 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 a little take all the pullouts. I recommend take if you see like a turn off that is a drive. If it says something something drive, I think Gold Point Drive or something like that. Take the Gold Point Drive. They're just, it's great. It kind of as a driver, it wakes you up if you're driving all day too. Uh, Bridge Bay, you can get out and look at the boats. And it's a great thing to see in the afternoon. Then you get to Lake Village. Uh, you've got to go in Lake Hotel. Didn't we go into Lake Hotel? Yeah, yeah, we oh, did. Oh, man, it's the it's, coolest freaking hotel. I felt so classy. It's classy. It's haunted, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Uh, yeah. And um, where... Where is Lake Village? Right. Is it right, right, at, right, right at the top? Right past Bridge Bay. You see Bridge Bay? No. Oh, you zoomed in on Yellowstone Lake? So there's West Oh, there Thumb. it is. Yeah, okay. Bridge goes, Bay. Yeah. And then like, it says, oh, Lake Lodge right there. Lake Lodge. Okay. Yep. You got to do Lake Lodge. Uh, Fishing Bridge is under construction, I believe, still. It's a really cool place. but And it is the only place in the park where if you have a... Uh, an RV, it's full service, so you can plug in and do that. Otherwise, it's off grid everywhere, everywhere else. Um, and then you get to actually Lahardy Rapids. There's a good, it's a good picnic place. Lahardy Rapids on the left or right are. It's a great picnic place. The the river's right there. Um, we we picnic. I picnic there with Bryden and my family. Oh yeah. You got a cool picture of us there. Nice. So the one the one hot pot you cannot miss. If you're short on time, you have to hit Mud Volcano. Okay. Mud Volcano is the stinkiest pot in the park. In the I remember, remember that one. We went to that, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's gnarly, yeah. stinky. It's so cool. Yeah. We call it the Dragon's Mouth. <laughs> so from Yellowstone Lake, right on the furthest north point, when it starts heading up toward Canyon Village past Mud Volcano, is that where you want to go, or do you want to keep heading around the lake and heading east? No, if you go, you in order to, uh, well, you can go out that east gate if you want. There's not, I, I've driven it toward, once. It just, uh, there's not, it's not to me. It wasn't worth it. I actually fly fished for the first time uh, somewhere over there, one of those small lakes, Sylvan Lake or something like that. Um, it, it's it's a drive if you're bored. I we don't ever hit it though. Okay. Yeah, uh, fishing bridge is a really cool place if you if it's not under construction. If it's under construction, keep driving. Uh, fishing bridge is famous you see it in all the pictures from the 50s when when uh i don't think you can fish off it now anymore it's illegal but that they would literally like line up fishing poles all the way across that bridge both sides you see postcards 
from historic postcards. Everybody's on fishing bridge, fishing that river. Hmm. Um, can't do that anymore. So yeah, get through mud, mud volcano. You're going to immediately go into Hayden Valley. Hayden Valley is where you'll see millions of Buffalo and lots of people scoping for grizzly bear. It's a grizzly bear place, big time. And Hayden Valley is just is past Mud Volcano? Past Mud Volcano. And it really is a big, empty valley. No mountains. It's a big weeds. Okay. <laughs> Grasses and stuff. Birds, cool birds. And you get to Canyon Village after Hayden Valley, Canyon Village. And that's where, uh, that's another great place to go grab a hamburger um, if you, if you're, if you're not picnicking, I mean, all the picnic areas are actually great in the park, but if you're looking for lunch, Canyon village has ice cream, has shopping and then a post office has a post office. Oh, you know what though? Sorry. Before Canyon village, you've got to pull off and do, um, you have to look at the Canyon. <laughs> Hello. So where's the map in the Canyon Village part? Brink of the Lower Falls. Yeah, got to go do that. Got to go to Lower Falls, Upper Falls, do all those hikes around there. They're all family friendly for the most part. There's one that you you would like, Greg, because it's kind of steep. It's, it's paved, you know, but it does like <laughs> S turns all the way down. It's paved, so you'll be able to, you'll be able to yeah, hang. Yeah, it's paved, <laughs> so you can handle it. Um, meaning it's like paved, but it's still a hike. It's still hard though, because it's it's steep. It's steep, yeah. It goes to the brink of Lower Falls. Then you go to Artist Point. Artist Point is the one where you see all the iconic photos of the waterfall from. Uh-huh. So is is this like the Grand Canyon of Yellowstone? Grand Canyon. Okay, so we went there. We did. We went to Artist Point. I do not remember Canyon Village, but because we we drove by Canyon Village. Mm. So after Artist Point, you keep driving. There's a there's a stop sign, and you can either continue towards Tower. Or you can go left across the the park to Norris, and so, or you can go right into Canyon Village, and there's camping and or not camping. Oh, man, yeah, there's camping, but there's there's an eatery, housing, housing, eatery. <laughs> yeah, so you can so this the the worst road in the park is this way if you go left there, and you go from between Canyon and Norris. It's like the most boring road ever. I've never seen an animal outside of a cool owl. And right at Norris, like right at Norris, I've seen a grizzly bear pop out of the woods. But uh, normally never see anything on that road. And then once you're at Norris, so we come across. Unfortunately, uh, if you were to go straight through Canyon Village up to Dunraven Pass, one of those is one of those roads are clo- or it's under construction. Uh, I think it's. Yeah, it's uh, it might be Dunraven, might be above that, so but one of them's out of construction. Dunraven so. is the one that goes past Mount Washburn. Yeah, and that's that's a great area, but that's closed for the season construction. So if you buzz across, and, I, and you might be able to go up there a certain a certain distance. I'm not sure how far, but I know it's under construction. So at Norris, Norris is the biggest geyser basin in the park it's absolutely enormous it takes forever to hike around there the kids will get completely bored uh, but it's very pretty it's really cool if you've got patient 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 kids do that whole thing that's awesome um and then you can buzz out of the park go back down to madison buzz out or um you know if you've got a super long day 
you head up to Mammoth Hot Springs. On the way to Mammoth Hot Springs, there's bears there. You'll pass Roaring Mountain. It's pretty cool to look at. But uh, we have seen grizzlies on that stretch between Norris and Mammoth. There's some picnic area, Indian Creek picnic area. But Mammoth is where is the destination. you got to get to Mammoth. Seen black bear at Mammoth. There's elk herds that live in Mammoth. I was going to say, I remember going there as a, as a youngster, probably eight years old, and we were picnicking in a little picnic near Mammoth and just surrounded by hundreds of elk all around. They live there. It's so cool. It's unbelievable. Um, great place to go. There's a museum there that is definitely worth checking out right downtown. Downtown, Because, you know, the town's huge. It's where I got married. I got married in Mammoth Hot Springs. Um, then outside of Mammoth, you drive towards Tower Roosevelt. Um, I've seen moose up there on that stretch of road. Uh, bear, black bear. And then past Tower, you go up towards that northeast entrance, and that's Lamar Valley. And Lamar Valley is where the, the big boys hang out, meaning wolves, bears, millions of bison. Lamar Valley is the destination. So, Greg, where we where what our route is when we stay in West Yellowstone is we drive through the West Yet entrance to Madison, hang a left up towards Norris Geyser Basin. Go across the most the boringest road in the park to Canyon, drive up through Dunraven Pass to um, Tower Roosevelt, and then over to Lamar Valley. And we'll get to Lamar Valley by like eight thirty nine because you want to get there early. And we make that we do that every day, hmm. every day. We we and then it's like oh, let's go to Mammoth or let's go down to Canyon and drive all the way down around the bottom and then all the way back. You can do that whole thing every day if you want like you can cover that park so or if you want to hike more because we are that's if you're looking for animals but if you want to just get out and do all the hikes you might only be able to do small stretches yeah so it's kind of fun how we do it though is we'll drive pretty much the whole park because if there's a kill it's usually there a couple days and so then you'll know like Oh, we got to get there in the morning, or we got to do this, or we got. We, but we want to find if there's a kill somewhere in the park, and the only way to do that is to drive around for the most part. So. so, if there is a kill, you drive around and you you wait to see where the crowds are, or is there a way you can't miss it? Well, I mean, is there a way like on your phone to or radio or anything like that to kind of know what's going on in the park, so you know? So there are, go? but as a as like. Like the photographers have communications. There's people who have communications. There's, I don't think there's like, I haven't found, because the phones don't work, right? you know, in the park. So driving through is the best way to do it. Now you can talk to people. People are very inquisitive. And when you go play, we often overhear it. So as you're hike, walking the hot pots, people will be talking about, oh, I can't believe that bear. You know, like what or oh man that wolf kill up there is so cool and that you can just you'll overhear them like hey uh where was that wolf kill <laughs> yeah you just be nice and you'll get some good information so yeah. otherwise if there is a bear or a wolf uh there's a or, or bison jam but if there's a bear or a wolf there's going to be so many cameras you, you won't know what to do like that's how you know it's either a bear or a wolf is all the cameras will be there yeah. If it's anything else, then there'll be some cameras, but not like a horde of them. Right. And they're very, like, very expensive cameras. Like dudes with $10,000 lenses. Right. So, yeah. 
four thousand, five thousand dollar cameras with ten thousand dollar lenses and multiple. I I told you I saw the one guy. I have no idea why you would ever do this. Left the lens on because the lens is attached to the tripod. Popped the body of his camera off and just put a new camera body on. Like I don't, what's running out of battery or what's the deal? Like you can. I have no idea why that was a thing. I watched that happen once. Yeah. So there's that's sort of a round trip of where all the things are. Some of our favorite spots that we don't miss when you're coming back down in between Norris and Madison are artist paint pots. Um, if you can do that in the afternoon evening where the sun sets in the West and it's shining on those paint pots, it's just gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. It's such a pretty area in there. It's a beautiful hike. Um, we, we never miss artist paint pots. Norris is good. Never miss um, Artist Point on the other side. Was it Artist Point, Artist View, whatever, from Canyon. Um, but really, we just like drive through and look for the animals. So nice. I'm excited for you. Yeah, I'm excited. It's yeah. like I said, I you know we used to go all the time. Uh, my grandpa had a place up in Ashton, Idaho, and so we'd go visit him in Ashton. And it seemed like most years that we would visit him once or twice a year we would go drive through the park but we'd usually do it in a day and i was really young back then but i haven't been there since i was probably 14 or 15. so this will be fun for me and back then when we used to go you really just didn't see bears like and Hmm. and wolves weren't back in the park um back then and you never saw the bears for a while you know when when uh you saw bears all the time because people were feeding the bears and all that other stuff yep can't do uh, that Don't can't do that. do that so but then then there was a period where they like chased the bears off and they just kind of disappeared because um people didn't like the the park people didn't want people feeding the bears and they wanted didn't want people the bears so comfortable with people so then when when we used to go you'd never see bears you'd see bison and you'd see elk never saw bears there weren't any wolves in the park um saw some bighorn sheep one time which was cool but that's like that's it so anyway we're excited and my kids my kids have been watching this yellowstone documentary on disney plus that's cool like multiple times a day for the last week i think they've seen uh there's a summer one and a winter one i think they've seen both of those like five or six times in the last they're really good yeah they are a little graphic but yeah as far as Death in Yellowstone. Yeah. Uh, there's okay. As you turn on to out of Tower Roosevelt, as you start heading towards the Mar Valley, there's like this little, this little. Well, there's a really cool bridge. You go over this giant bridge, and then there's a turn, and there's a picnic area. We often picnic picnic right there because um, that you'll see bighorn sheep. There's a bighorn sheep clan that lives around there. Really. Which is pretty cool. So. That's in the Lamar Valley. N- no. Right Pat. before, right before Lamar Valley, so oh, okay. it, it literally is like a turn before Lamar Valley. So you'll go from Tower, you'll turn off onto Tower Roosevelt, and um, uh, you'll you'll cross this bridge, and then you'll go around this corner, and then there's a picnic area, and it's kind of on a hill, and a lot of people will park there and hike up the hill because you can see down the other side. Um, it's a great picnic area. The other picnic area that's really cool is further. Once you go past the Mar Valley and it feels like you're about to drive out the northeast entrance, there's there's a spot on the side to your right, and it just feels like you are the only ones up there. 
Hmm. And there's a river right there, and my kids like to go and like throw a rock in the river, and it's, but it's way the crap up there. But that's when you start feeling like uh, we're not in Kansas anymore. We're yeah, we're not in the park anymore. We're in wildlife land now. <laughs> like it is, it just feels up there, you know. And you're almost towards that east entrance, and it's northeast entrance, which is really cool. Yeah. So I I suggest to, if when you go through uh, Lamar, just keep going all the way. Make that drive all the way because a lot of people turn around. But we've seen wolf up there. We've seen moose up there. Wow, cool. Yeah. Anyway, hopefully that helps. Yeah, that does. So we've got two full days in the park, and then half a day on on Saturday if we. Now, are you going to drive? Come home through the park and drive through Jackson? Well, we weren't planning on it, but maybe. It's really, really long day. However, it you get to see the Tetons, right. drive through Jenny Lake, you know, and that's just. There is stuff there. You see moose a lot often through there. And we, I've gone, I've gone where we've, we haven't seen any bear in the park. And then we're driving out through the south end and we'll see a grizzly in te- the Tetons. So, nice. Um, if, if you're still looking at that point, that's Gold Point picnic area. That's a good one. Um, yeah. It, it's, especially if you have like a three dayer, you know, like we got to see all the things, then you exit from the south and it's a long drive, but it's worth it. Yeah. Kids are going to be wasted when they get home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Parents are going to be wasted too. Parents are going to be wasted too. Um, yeah. So we, so my, like I said, my grandpa had a place in Ashton and that's where I, I spent all my summers growing up. Not all of them, but um, a lot of summers growing up on his farm. And um, my, my wife and family have never seen it. And so we're going to drive through Ashton and I'm going to go show awesome. them the old farm and stuff like that on the way i was planning on doing it on the way back home mm. but maybe we can do it on the way up and then we can drive back via jackson because that would be yeah be fun to see the tetons i decided to drive up through bear lake and jackson and and all the way to west that dude that's so far like eight, eight hours <laughs> so drive. far way further than i remembered <laughs> don't do that yeah, yeah. Not to mention it snowed over Logan Pass, and I'm like, I can't drive fast. I can't. I'm gonna. We're gonna die. When? Yeah. What time of year was that? Was that in May? That was late May. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that might have been like October. Yeah, we have. It's actually supposed to. The weather on Saturday is supposed to be rainy and even snowy overnight, so it might uh, be. I don't like that. No, dude. So it, when you're in the park, it's awesome when it's rainy and crappy weather. Yeah. 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 We we wouldn't mind it. Bluebird's fine, but but storminess is freaking awesome up for there. the animals. It's just, just cool. Yeah. Yeah, we've got. Uh, uh, storminess on Saturday, rain on Sunday, snow on Monday. So we're going to be back, coming back on Saturday. But we'd prefer to not drive in the snow, over mountains in the snow. Yeah. Um, we sold our Land Rover. We've got a Toyota Sequoia, and the four-wheel drive system's not working right. Mm. So we're in two-wheel drive most of the time, so we'd prefer to avoid the snow. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, we're excited. And I, it's good to hear it, to have a little bit of advice on where to go and what to see because we have three days two and a half days really and we want to just we want to take it full advantage of it but also not overdo it with the kids no but start early yeah because it's it's going to be tempting to sleep in a little bit but you've got at least 20 30 minutes right just to get to the gate right so by the time you get everybody up and breakfast and everything 
We want to get to that gate before 8, 8.30. Yeah. Earlier the better. Well, we're thinking that we, you know, we'll just take take breakfast in the car and we can we can uh, have the kids eat cereal or whatever it is that they eat on the way to. Whatever cooler you take in the car, that's going to be your, your move right there. That's key to the whole day. Right. Cooler full of snacks in the car, drinks, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah, with yeah, the kids. So. Yeah, it should be good, and who knows? Maybe we'll see Chase as we're as we're heading about to head home, and you're heading up. Maybe we'll cross paths. Maybe we'll see. So, are you taking your gravel bike then? That's the plan. plan yeah. You can bike around in the snow up there. I don't know about biking around in the snow, but we'll see. Plans to take it up there. There's a few upgrades I want to do to it before I ride it, so it just depends on what I can get done before then. Cool. So, yeah. All righty. Well, we'll. Re- we will report back next week on our Yellowstone experience. Super excited. This is the first first trip to kick off a summer full of adventures for our family and pretty excited. We've got a good summer planned. We're uh we th- we thought that this Yellowstone trip may not happen because we had been planning it and then everything shut down. So we're thrilled to be able to fit this in and then we've got a trip to the Wind Rivers and we've got a trip wife and I are heading up to Glacier if it's open in the fall um to for anniversary and some other cool stuff so should be good all right well uh thank you for joining us for the podcast today if you enjoyed the podcast please subscribe and uh, also share with your friends if you would and leave us a friendly review we um we're on instagram at gear underscore three zero you can uh like us on facebook and check out our youtube channel uh brighton and and others have some pretty cool videos on there so gear reviews and stuff and then check out our website, gear30.com. That's spelled out G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com for great deals on on amazing gear. And uh, some of the brands that we carry are pretty unique to Gear 30. There's some hard, harder-to-find brands like Hilleberg Tents and Western Mountaineering Sleeping Bags and some of those things. So check that out. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next episode. See you out there. Woo-woo.